I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. Today we are chatting with Alexandra Roxo. She is an author, artist, and feminine embodiment mentor. She runs an online coaching and mentorship program called Radical Awakening, which is such a beautiful community. She specializes in helping women get into their bodies, express their voices and gifts with the world and embrace their erotic nature. And speaking of erotic, her new book is called Fuck Like a Goddess, Heal Yourself, Reclaim Your Voice, Stand in Your Power. It's legit so powerful. I'm reading it right now and I can't wait to chat about it in this episode. Welcome to the show show. Thank you so much for having me back again. It was so lovely to be on here the first time and it's just always so fun to feel what kind of growth and change and expansion is possible. So from like that time we spoke to now I'm excited to to share with everybody. (laughs) Yeah, so many changes. Yeah. So good. Okay. So for everyone listening, as you know, I used to record a little intro in the beginning of each episode, giving an update on my life, a chakra tip. And I thought it would be more fun to do that with the guest so we can hear their updates and their tips as well. So we're both going to share what we're most excited about today, our best healing tip that we're using right now. And we're going to shout out either someone that inspires us or a product that we are loving right now. So Alexandra, what are you most excited about in your life today? Um, pretty much that my book is out and that it's in the hands of like hundreds thousands of people hopefully soon um around the world that is really exciting like it's so exciting to see people's photos and instagram holding my book it's it makes me very happy (laughs) i know a book is such a labor of love and when people are like connecting to it that must feel like so powerful Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's a book that like asks you to, to be uplifted by it. The way I wanted to write it was just that it was like, I was the coach in your 
in your bedroom or you know wherever you are reading the book that I'm like you you can do this do like share your heart with the world like love your body like yeah appreciate yourself and so I think that's working <laughs> we're you're like standing on the sidelines rooting us on while we're having sex exactly all of those <laughs> things like, I want that I want that that's what I want so good okay so today I am most excited about I'm taking a fucking break and going away for four days just here like within um within my province there's like this beautiful spa resort and it's actually my Ooh. wedding anniversary this weekend oh yeah beautiful so, that's I know. so lovely it's gonna be really nice so we're going to like this spa resort we're gonna like go golfing and um just like chill out by the pool and relax I just finished a launch so I'm ready to chill the fuck out <laughs> can I ask you a random question even yeah please do yeah so as you being like a coach and a teacher and a podcaster and an influencer publicly when you go to a spa like that do you ask to do trades with them no I just like I, this is like my opinion I'm like I don't want to be, um, I have my, my friend and I always talk about this, like hashtag not sponsored. Like I'd rather just be able to mm -hmm. fucking afford it than get it for free. Like I don't got care. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like, that's the thing. Cause if you do that and I've done this before, like I went to, like, I've gone to hotels and like asked for like influencer, right. But then you, you have, they're like, okay, well you need to post four photos and four stories or eight stories or whatever. And then you feel like you're working and you're like, fuck, right. I gotta get these pictures in. I need to make sure they're good enough. I don't want to disappoint them. Like, and then right. it's like, again, like with anything sponsor related, yeah. I, it makes me feel like I have a boss and I don't want to feel like I fucking have a boss. So I, it's, I love hearing different people's perspectives because I've kind of been like that too, but then yeah. I have some other friends that like have a blast doing it. So I don't know. I'm always, I know. And it's like, if that were like my business model and I like, and I were like really wanting to like take these photos, like these travel photos and post mm -hmm. them on. That's just not really necessarily a part of my brand. Like if it is for yours, 100% do it. But for me, like when I go away, I'm going to be like no phones, like airplane yes. mode. Like I ain't, I ain't that's so nobody. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So that'll be our vibe this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, okay. What is your, what is a spiritual hack or tip that you're using in your life right now? I think poetry, to be honest, Ooh. I think poetry is like a fast and easy drug. So if you are a person who loves love and the body and the erotic and sex and even God and whatever you want to call it, divinity, poetry is like, it's like a shot of mezcal, you know, for the heart. You just like open it up fast. You can feel so quickly into your body and into love. So I've been like reading poetry, like I read poetry to um, the, the person I'm loving and um, I read poetry to myself and I really just appreciate the power of poetry. So magical. And you've got really beautiful poetry in your book. I was like, did she write these? Mm, I did. Yeah, I so, so did. So good. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So 
one thing that I'm doing right now is I just got a Lemurian crystal and damn, like that shit pulsates through my veins. Like I hold it and it is like, I can feel like it's, it's funny because usually when I work with crystal energy, it feels almost like, um, like a high spark energy. And it like, even when I picture it, it's kind of like a sparky, like bright, like firecracker kind of energy. Whereas this was kind of like this, like silver, almost more foggy energy that just like calmed my entire body. And it was insanity. Um, so I'll also do my next one, which is my shout out. Um, and so I got it from Sage Goddess. Um, she has so many beautiful things. She also has like all these like books on Lemuria and like she has a ton of crystals and different like spiritual tools. And I had never ordered from her before, but I got a bunch of stuff and it was really fab. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yummy. Yeah. It was like a really good little, she has got a really good little shop going. I'm here for it. All right. Who is someone you want to shout out or a product you want to shout out? Well, I love Ilia Beauty lipsticks and I'm like a lipstick lover and I wore like MAC lipsticks for forever and I still have tons of MAC lipsticks, but now I've kind of switched to the natural. Ooh. Um, And Ilia Beauty has great natural lipsticks that actually stay on and they're really good. And they're great price too. They're not like crazy expensive. Like I really, um, I really love their, their lipsticks. Ooh, I just looked them up. Their branding is so cute. Yeah. Their branding is nice and it's all natural. And I think, unfortunately, I think like Mac has like probably some very unnatural. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to know. No, no, no. Question. Do you get with this lipstick? Because one thing that I always get, even though I drink a ton of water, I'm not dehydrated, but I always get those little side of lip crusties when I use like a matte lipstick. Do you get that? Oh, really? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. I'll have to test it out. I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) You never know. Yeah. If I did get them, I'd probably just like wouldn't know, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do the test. For you guys. I know. I mean, I like, I love lipstick, but I, when I'm like kissing someone frequently, I, I just stop wearing it, which yeah. kind of bums me out because I actually really love the way that it looks. But uh, you use like, because you wear like bright red. I do, but mainly only like when I'm teaching and working. Okay. So I, I don't wear that like when I'm when I'm going on a date with that is like office attire the bright red lipstick is my office attire (laughs) well also like the bright red like I wear like red red in general red is like root chakra right yeah like red and then orange is the sacral and like yeah red is is also fire it's also also young it's it's also like um it's, it's it has like a lot of elements that are helpful to me like I'm a I'm um Pisces, Sun, Gemini, Rising, Aquarius, Moon. I have a ton of water and air. So a color like red is very helpful for me. Mm. So a color like red grounds me into my roots. It gives me fire that I don't have in my astrology chart. It gives me yang, like a little bit more masculine energy. Um, and all of those things are helpful to balance me out because mm-hmm. I'm already, I if, if, if I had my druthers, I would be just like floating in blue and green and I'd be <laughs> floating away. I would get nothing done. And so part of my own transformation has been to find that red within myself. And I love that. Wear it, you know, and then 
and now I'm like, okay, I don't really wear red like out to dinner that much. Yeah. Like I wear it more when I'm like teaching or reading. Okay. I love this. And thank you for bringing this up. Cause I literally have been like, why am I so attracted to blue? Cause I have no water in my chart. And if I were red, I'm like all fire. If I were red, I'd be like flipping everyone the bird and like screaming at everyone. I've got enough. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, have to like coming. We self balance, you know, Yeah, blue and white. I'm always drawn to. So yeah, just like trying to like, it's basically my colors are being like, calm the fuck down, Amberly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is totally beautiful. I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of like our job is to ask ourselves where we need a little bit more of this or a little bit more of that. And we practice in the places that we're not natural at, you know, like, exactly. We practice in the places that we need a little bit more help. So, I mean, that's all of the practices that I teach. It's like, well, it's basically helping heal something or a place in you that just needs a little bit of practice. It's not going to ha- We're not going to be naturally perfect at everything. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. Okay. What is your morning ritual? So I wake up and I like put oils in the diffusers and I open all the windows and I let the night out of the house and clear the air of the house. I usually light some sort of incense. I've been using like little wood incenses like Mm. wood or cedar, pine. Um, Those are really nice. Again, that brings like a masculine energy into my home, which I'm so feminine, my home's so feminine that it like, I I make those choices really specifically. Like, okay, this this particular wood is gonna bring some grounding and it's gonna bring some like woodsiness into my home. Yeah. um, To meet the morning. But like, if you are a person that's already more in that, you might, you might choose like, um, you know, like a jasmine or something that's like mm-hmm. a bit more kind of feminine uplifting. Yes. So, um, and then of course mine changes, but I find yeah. myself like drawn to those. Um, and I light a candle usually, and then I sit on my little meditation cushion, my sheepskins, and I pull my out my journal and usually a few books that I'm reading, but I will like you just do a little bit of reading in the morning, whether it's poetry or spiritual text. Mm. Um, And then I heat up some hot water for tea and I put on ambient music, like really soft kind of ambient music. So my morning ritual is like, I'm very devoted to it. (laughs) Very committed to that sort of thing. I like really want to wake up and ease into the day. I want to awaken my senses really specifically. So I want to awaken my sense of hearing with the beautiful music. I want to awaken my sense of smell, the beautiful scent. I want to awaken my sense of taste and warmth in my body with the tea. Um, and, and awaken my sense of touch by like sitting on a sheepskin and wearing a silk robe. Mm. So that's, these are my practices because we live in a world where we're very desensitized, you know, like we're asked to be fast on the computer and to like do everything in this way that is like not super slow and sensual. Like we're mm-hmm. not stopping to smell the roses like in in many ways. Yeah. So my practice, I want, I don't want life to go by like that. And yeah. I want to live deeply in feeling and in my senses and I want to be in my body and I want to be so connected to that. And 
specifically like living in LA or the United States, it requires a lot more practice. Like yes. if I say lived in like a tiny, like, um, you know, Tuscan town, maybe I wouldn't really be practicing that because like it's already slow and the air is warm yeah. and there's already beautiful sounds and scents in the air. But where I am and many Americans and maybe in Canada, it's similar, but I have to do the do the the, the practice around resensitizing myself and making mm -hmm. sure that I'm staying connected to those senses. And I was just saying this morning how why do Americans love or not even just American, but we can say Westerners like love horror movies. Like the horror film industry is like huge, and just like it's like we like people want sensation it's not about the actual movie it's sensation they want a biochemical thrill ride in their body which is the thing that one of my teachers says and so because we're so numb and desensitized we need that much chemical thrill in our body in order to feel mm -hmm. that's the typical american it's yeah. like I, I need to see like people's heads being hacked off in order to, not me personally, but in order to feel adrenaline and in yeah. order to feel excited, right? And it's like, yeah. no, we could feel excited just like, um, you know, dancing with a friend or like watching a, a, a cake bake or something, yeah. you know, like, but the where humanity is at, like, in terms of like that or say like the porn industry, it's like, people need so much stimulus in order to feel. Yeah. Whether I was going to ask you about that, but in yeah. one of my later questions, but I'm going to ask you that now. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Like, how, like what are your thoughts on people, how people are using porn as an example of how sex is supposed to be? Like what's the difference between porn sex and the way that sex is meant to be experienced? Mm. Well, I don't think there's quite a meant to be, but I do think that there are ways that, are probably more nourishing and more expensive. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that like porn takes away the sensitivity and it takes away nuance and it takes away like foreplay and um, it conditions the senses and the mind to want a certain thing. It's like a particular programming. So if you're like a 12 year old boy and you start watching porn when you're 12 and you like learn how to have an orgasm through that training program, right? Mm -hmm. you're, training, you're in a, in a training program for your nervous system and your sexual organs and your um, mechanism of arousal. So you, you enter into that training program and then it's gonna be really hard to train yourself towards something different. Mm -hmm. and, and to like even having that connection and like making the sex about that, that yeah. deeper connection. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that it's, it's unfortunate, you know, because it's like losing some of the, 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 the most amazing parts of being human. It's like the part of connecting and the foreplay and the, the getting to know someone and the, the actually exploring someone's body without just coming in and going, Oh, this is how, people fuck because this is how I saw it in a porn, but like actually letting your cock or your pussy lead you because the body, yeah. 
the body's been making love for thousands of years before, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah. our bodies know how, but our minds get in the way and they go, oh, but like, I'm supposed to pound like this, or I'm supposed to moan like this. When, yeah. And then we, we totally limit ourselves. We like totally limit ourselves from like the gorgeous possibilities. And so, I mean, I love working with women as a coach and helping them direct towards their true erotic nature and allowing them to explore what that is, you mm -hmm. know, like, and yeah. to find how that lives and where there might be shame there or guilt and like, you know, finding that place of expansion that, that is just makes me so happy yeah. <laughs> to help women with that. Because I think a lot of us have been taught like to orgasm in certain ways. And then it's really hard. It can be hard. Like, it's like doesn't always feel natural and like the body is not if we're trying to do it like it's we saw in some movie or some some porn and but the body's going well that's actually not how I really sound so now I'm trying to sound like that and now I'm not really present and I'm not going to come if I'm thinking about how I sound and how I look and like so then we spend years maybe having fake sex where mm -hmm. we're trying to sound a certain way or look a certain way or like please the man a certain way, but we're actually not really there. Right. That is so true. Like you're just not present in it. So describe what fucking like a goddess looks and feels like. Well, so fucking like a goddess is all, is more of a metaphor than anything. Um, but it can be also literal and it's fucking like a goddess It's like the word fuck has so much power and potency and like to me it's a delicious word um mm -hmm. and in my book i describe where it came from like in the etymology of the word and how we have given it many different meanings and how you know we can say fuck it or like um i don't give a fuck or mm -hmm. Like, I want to fuck or whatever. I want to fuck you. And then it holds all of that. So to fuck like a goddess is like holding all of those different energies, right? Like in within that, it's not just making love with it with or, or having a sex act. But fucking like a goddess or a god or whatever is really like saying like bring it on like i'm ready for life i'm ready for all of life the good bad the ugly i'm not gonna f be afraid i'm not gonna try to control everything like i'm ready to be all in um and i am like nature the goddess the goddess is everything she's death she's birth she's she's blood she's guts she's tears and people are so afraid of so many of those things. And to me, we then we sort of become small mm. and and we become controlled and we, our existence becomes very small. But when we go, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to love big and I'm going to fail big and I'm going to risk big and I'm going to dance big. Like our existence becomes bigger. And from that, life can meet us more deeply. Mm. What are the kind of everyday things that are blocking our true goddess nature? Mostly control. Mm. You know, mostly like we're, we're trying to control how we look, how we feel, um, like how much money we make, you know, just like so many 
things we're just thinking all the time about the control piece mm -hmm. instead of just going well what's possible here like what could be what what bounds are here and how can I just like make everything bigger like how could I expand beyond my wildest dreams mm -hmm. and so yeah I think that there's just a space where we have to let go and surrender and I talk about surrender quite a bit also um in my in my book and how important it is to surrender and to just be in the energy of just letting go of control you know yeah and you also talk about like the programming that we're taking in every day and how that plays a role and I mean and ultimately I guess the programming leads to the controlling like we're seeing on tv or wherever what we think we're supposed to look like act like earn like Mm -hmm. And then we try to control to fit into that box and then we're not letting like the true beauty unfold. Yes, exactly. 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 But it takes, take it, it's, it's risky to go, okay, I'm just going to like let go of control a little bit and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Whether so it's I'm... our business or our love life, or our appearance, you know, kind of all the same. Yeah. And so what was your, like, what was your kind of process in that? I know you like stopped watching TV. Like what else do you feel is like supportive in people kind of blocking out that programming? Well, I didn't stop watching TV, but I think that like I've taken times where I have really considered what I'm reading, right? what I'm watching, what I'm eating, whatever. And there are times where I want to just gobble all of it down and that that's actually a choice of like yeah you know and then there are times where it's like no I need to just like only watch movies that are uh in this particular space that I want to release like orient towards you know yeah. um and I enjoy those choices like if I'm like oh my god my like sweet soft feminine has been undernourished and then I'll watch movies that like remind me of her you know and I'm mm. like oh my god I haven't had a space for her because I've been in like my badass boss for too many days mm. so then I have to go kind of excavating and, and looking around you know and I love the process of finding the parts of ourselves that are the most kind of neglected in like movies and music and fashion and like you know like really going for it like I said like with the color red you know like that part of myself needed extra help. And so I had to, you know, give her that. And like, so as, as a woman with our femininity, with our, with the parts of our being that like we are most afraid of, those are usually the parts that we need to turn towards. hundred mm, percent. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And just finding that and just being really aware, like, what am I taking in? You know, like mm. what, what accounts am I following on Instagram? Like, are they inspiring me? Are they touching me? Are they lighting me up? Are they turning me on? I love asking actually my clients, like what's like what person or woman out there is like turning you on? Not, not necessarily sexually, but like lighting you up. Like if yeah, you're yeah. a light bulb, you know, that's like, <gasps> she's fucking dope. Like she's, yeah. and, and, and hearing people and like, you know, I find that it's usually people that see someone who's so themselves, you know, they're like radiating just their truth of their being and it's magnetic to experience. Mm, love that. And you talk a lot about like healing being the first step and like facing our shadows and that mm -hmm. kind of being the first step to, you know, reclaiming yeah. our voice, standing in our power. 
So what like shadow clearing practices do you recommend? Well, I use a lot of like breath, sound and movement. Mm. So I find that to be really helpful. Uh, and also just like contemplation, journaling, um, working with a coach or a mentor to just get to know your wounds and your shadows if you don't already. And like, you know, that might be your perfectionist shadow. That might be your overachiever shadow. That might be your like, um, you know, wild maiden shadow. Like everybody's are so different, but just knowing the ones that come out for you, right? And the mm -hmm. where you're healing, maybe it's like, I want to be validated. And like, so you're constantly like asking people to validate you, be it online or da da da, da. Those things, we just want to know. We want to get to know them and we want to go, oh, interesting. Huh, okay. Because then at least I can work with that. If I know that I have a perfectionist shadow or like a rebel shadow, I can feel it when it starts to come out. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of doing that thing where I, you know, don't allow myself to experience how great my life is because my perfectionist comes in and sabotages. But that takes a level of awareness. So the first piece really, really is awareness. It's like you have to become aware that you have these certain aspects of yourself and be. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Be willing to, to admit it, you know, and not, mm -hmm. not to be ashamed, you know, not, and to know that we all have it. Yeah. We literally all have it. So it's like, if you're pretending, oh, I don't have anything that I need to work on, then, you know, it's not, that's not the true and so letting yourself have the truth of like oh actually like I have a um you know a shadow around being seen you know anytime mm -hmm. I start to be seen I like go hide you know and then you can work with that be it 
like journaling and meditating or maybe you work with a coach or but there's so many ways then that you can work with that yeah and you give really good journaling prompts in the book as well and like yeah there's a lot of opportunities within the book to do that inner reflection on like what's actually coming up for you thank you thank yeah you yeah as a as like a writer and someone who just loves writing I love journaling <laughs> Yeah. So good. So with all the like craziness and heaviness in the world, um, I know even like a lot of people I know were kind of talking were like, oh, God, like it's hard to like get turned on. It's hard to like want to have sex. What are some tips to kind of drown out the noise and bring ourselves back to center and to like during these times to bring ourselves into our own sexual feminine nature? Yeah. It's such a great question. And I realized like, it's really just taking the time. So whether it's with you or a partner, it's like setting aside the time and there'll probably be resistance and like, because we're so busy. And honestly, I think busyness is one of the things. And like, I had this recently where I was connecting with, with the person that I'm seeing. And I was like, we need to set aside some more little pockets of time, even if it's just 15 minutes.
that she didn't use lube ever because she knew that if her body wasn't actually produ and I think I might talk about this in my book that if if the you know if the cervix or the pussy vulva whatever you'd like to call it isn't producing um lubricant that that we're not quite there yet like it's not mm -hmm. quite time um and often we're just taught to like you know, do it anyway, you know, like mm -hmm. kind of make ourselves dilate open. Um, and I can feel so clearly like when my, when my vagina, my vulva is not open, it's not open. Like if you try to put, put a penis in, yeah, she's not quite open. And that, yeah. means, that means that I need more time connecting. I need to look into each other's eyes. I need to be loved a little bit more. I need to be get paid more attention to um, before. And then it's just, it's literally like clockwork. It's so obvious that it's, I just think it's so silly that people don't understand. It's like with just a little bit more love and tenderness and like fun or whatever attention, it will just open. And then it becomes like a vacuum that suck. It's just like wants to suck it in. <laughs> mm -hmm. So true. You can tell the difference. Like oh when it's God. ready and when it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for, for men as well, that would be very helpful for them to spend some time really like knowing that and understanding that, like, that it's always going to be good to spend the extra five minutes, you know, like totally loving. And, and, and so there will be nights when like, maybe it's not about the orgasm or the actual penetration, but it's about just really like warming each other's beings together and playing and like investing in each other, you know? Love that. And like, I think even the act of having that conversation with your partner of like, mm -hmm. Um, I, I feel like that, like, you just kind of gave everyone a little bit of like a gold mine of like how to bridge the conversation of being like, hey, you know what I learned on a podcast today that like, if we need to use lube, it means I'm not quite ready yet. And like, if yeah. it's hurting or like not going in properly, it means that I'm going to need like a little bit more foreplay. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's like a perfect way to kind yes. of have the conversation. Yeah. And I mean, it can be different for different women at different phases of life. So it's not necessarily a blanket statement. If you've just given totally birth right. or you're pregnant or postmenopausal, like, please, by all means, don't feel bad if your pussy is not super wet. Um, however, if you are in the place where you know that your, your body can respond in that way, and it does, then yeah, that's something... I think men really need to attune themselves to yeah. it's just like not just getting a big gob of spit and like shoving it in you know, <laughs> you know but like, suck, on, suck on the nipples a little bit longer you yeah. know like play with my play with my my tongue like and like do different things so, but that intimacy for if you're a woman listening to we bring that um, nuance, you know, because that isn't necessarily a masculine trait to think like that. So we can't mm -hmm. get mad at them. No, biologically, like their mission, if they're really in their masculine is to like, to really like stick it in and like to 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 conquer and to procreate and to breed. And so it's actually quite beautiful if a man really wants you that much in a consensual way that he's just like, yeah, I want to stick it in. Um, yeah. 
because that means he's really connected to like the power of his cock. And that's so beautiful. I think a lot of men have lost that connection to the power of their cock. Like they feel scared, you know, so, you know, to empower him to be in that, but to just be, give him this little like yummy, like, Hey, like, mm -hmm. how about would you just do a little bit more of this or something so that you're not like shaming him and going like, oh. ow, you're not listening to my pussy because then he might, his cock might just kind of like, totally shrink away and he might feel shamed like he did something wrong so it's really a delicate dance and we have to listen in these moments be so tender with each other because we're working with like the wounding of a thousand years yeah we're working with like every rejection wound when we step into the space of love and intimacy and sex all the rejection all the body shame all the fear of being too much all the fear of being not good enough so it's like if we don't have intimacy and depth there and like really real connection we can do damage to each other you know and then you split the intimacy because you said something rude to your partner and then for two weeks you guys walk around the house like strangers and like no way so yeah. you know it's really being so kind and then having just a great practice of communication also you know and not being afraid to speak up even if something's uncomfortable mm -hmm. on behalf of the love and the intimacy you know Yes, so beautiful. Yeah. I think everyone, should just, everyone should let their man listen to this episode. Yes, please. Um, okay, you also talk a lot about like moon rituals and connecting to our femininity and our sexuality. And you have um, your membership is called Radical Awakenings. Tell us a little bit about what you do in that container. Mm -hmm. Well, I really provide a monthly group coaching and mentorship program for you know, women that can come from any background and that need some support and in getting into their bodies and feeling connected to their womb, to their sensual nature, also connected to their heart. And then there's also really a piece about them having the courage to speak up and be seen and be heard and share your heart with the world. It's like whatever that is, it doesn't have to be on social media. It doesn't have to be that you write a book or start an organization, but that there's some way that your magic is poured out into the world. Mm -hmm. And that's really my one of my areas of expertise is like taking that juicy energy we have in our body and our in our womb, pulling it up into the heart and then like splattering it gorgeously onto the world as the art that you are. And I think a lot of us women have, you know, places we hold back around that, like we're either like afraid or too much or that we're going to do it wrong or that it's like you know, unsafe or, you know, there's so much wounding around all those things. Mm -hmm. So I think more than anything in this group, we, and we also focus around what, what is sacred to us now and what is this kind of sacred spiritual feminine path that exists outside of maybe like yoga and strict meditation or religion that we can still have like a gorgeous connection to God, goddess, the sacred within our own bodies. And that yeah. it's really the path of finding that in the body, which yeah. is kind of counter to, you know, maybe what we've been taught in so many different ways. So it takes, you know, it takes practice and encouragement for us to find that within ourselves and to go, oh, actually my body is sacred. My sexuality is sacred. There's nothing wrong with me. Um, I'm, I'm really perfect as I am, you know. And actually I've had a lot of our listeners, last time you were on the episode, on, on our podcast, 
they joined the membership and they messaged me thank you so much for having her on and like oh my god that's so lovely yeah and they were saying like such beautiful things or like if I never listened to that episode I never would have joined and so yeah and and then you also wanted to offer a free month to any listeners yes yes absolutely like I would love to have you for a month for free and the way that it works is we do two online kind of classes, rituals, practice around the new moon and the full moon every month. And then you get access to the content bank with tons of like meditations. So you could wake up in the morning and you could go, you know, I want to listen to something to get into my body. I want to listen to something to let go of um, some rage. I want to listen to something to like help me with ABC. Um and so that's really fun. It's like all through like a content bank that has just so many things there. Mm, yay. Amazing. So how do they sign up? Well, I'll get the link in the, is there like, if there's like a discount code or whatever. Yes. Yes. We'll put there. that in there and it's super easy. Cause I just okay. offered it for people for my book too. So um, yeah. yeah. So maybe we can use the coupon code chakra girl. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> In case people are listening and they're like, I want to join now. Yes. So, yes. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes too. I think that yes. Sabrina, who works with me, um, she just did that. She'll, she'll get us all set up. And if you have any problems, just DM me. And I'll, Perfect. We got, we got you. We got you. Amazing. So let's move on to manic moments in manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. And I can go first. Mine are kind of like all in one story. Um, so I, my husband and I work together. He works with me now in my business and he knows that I like a challenge and that I like to like have like a goal and I'm, I am very in my, my masculine around work and I, I'm really inspired by numbers, money, mm-hmm. like just like stats. I so, need to work with you then. Cause yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm like, I need to work with you and we need to like balance each other out. Here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, one morning I woke up cause, um, I, I've been like, belly aching about wanting a Chanel bag for a long time and I just I'm I went to school for fashion it's just been a part of you know to me fashion is art and Mm -hmm. it just represents something so much deeper than like the ego side of it it's like Mm -hmm. to me it's like I just have so much um I don't know it just lights me up and I uh but you know I like we share money, right? Like it's our business. It's, I mean, it's my business, but we're, we're kind of like in it all together. And, um, yeah. I, we were kind of talking about it and I was just like, yeah, like, I know we're like, he's like doing all the organizing around, um, buying a house. So like obviously mm. we're putting money aside and I just kind of felt like I would have felt bad, like going and like buying a bag when he's like doing all this like money stuff and putting stuff aside for, for our house. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of like, dropped the hint that like, oh, I wish I can get one. (laughs) And then like the next day I, um, he got up and like went to the gym early or something. And I, um, once I finished my ritual, I went into my office and I, he on my whiteboard had written 20 clients equals Chanel bag. And then he drew like 20 circles for me to like check off. (laughs) Oh, so 
cute. So that's okay. so sweet. It was it was honestly so cute. And like I mean, I could have gone and bought it at any time, right? But he was kind of like it was basically him being like, I'm not gonna give you a hard time about this, but like here's a little challenge for you to like yeah. for, for both of us to like feel more aligned about this. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's it was super beautiful. cute. Yeah. And so I, um, so anyway, so I was like this month, like going through being like, okay, like I got to like check off all these things. And I like was, it was kind of crunch time this week. And at the beginning of this week, like it wasn't even about the bag. It was all of a sudden I was making it mean if I don't get to 20, then I'm, I, I don't know what I was making it mean. Like, like there's something wrong with me if I don't get to 20. And I was like making it something that it wasn't when it was supposed to be just kind of like this fun thing for like yeah. a beautiful piece of art. Like I made it something that it wasn't. And I started getting like really like down on myself. Like, mm, well, like what's wrong with me? Like I should be able to do this. Um, and of course, the second that I decided like, this is like, this is fun. Like I'm going to bring this back to fun. I'm going to decide I don't, I'm getting the bag regardless if I have 15 or 20, like it doesn't matter. Like I'm just deciding that this is fun. It doesn't mean anything. And you know, obviously like whatever, it just, it actually doesn't fucking matter. Like it actually doesn't matter. And yeah. the second that I like really like just stopped caring, it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I Whoa. hit the 20, like with two days to spare. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I know. It was funny. So then the manifestation was I went and got my Chanel bag yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause, um, like what they have online is different than what they have in the store. And there is this one online that I was like, Oh, like I love the way that this logo is but I don't like the size and I don't really like the shape um and then I like when I went into the store it had they had a similar one with like the exact shape and size that I wanted so I was like yes girl so oh yeah my goodness. it happened and now I can go back to focusing on a house rather than a bag so <laughs> you know, the back is important I have yeah. I've been thinking about that lately too like I when I, I worked for a woman in New York in my 20s who's an incredible art dealer and she gave me like gorgeous Chloe bag and a Balenciaga that were both passed down from her so they weren't new but the Balenciaga that she gave me was just like the best it was like a, a matte black hobo style and I wore I used it for like I don't know probably five years and I was like I have to get rid of this bag I know <laughs> I've worn it to death and then my dad's ex-wife got gave me like a, another Balenciaga but it was kind of like not my style it's like shiny leather mm. um but I've been using it anyway sometimes and I'm like what kind of bag do I really want like what I would I really want it's it is a piece of art it is something beautiful mm. and I I still haven't you know kind of quite decided what what that might be yeah uh, I have you ever been on the real real no, really? okay, no, I have, but I haven't ordered from there. It's great for everybody listening who like would like goes goo goo gaga after designer stuff, but doesn't want to buy everything new or wholesale, like um, or full price rather. Um, they have things that are like on consignment, and you just can go on there and find mm. all sorts of different great um, designers. And so there's like a recycling element to that as well, which is kind of nice. And I've gotten, I got like a gorgeous Reformation white silk with roses dress on it. That mm -hmm. was like, oh my God, incredible. And then I got, what else? I got a Givenchy belt and a Chloe belt, you know, which 
that were in mint condition, but a third of the price. So I've, yeah. been, I've been thinking that maybe I'll, I've been kind of looking gently for bags. Yes. There, but I kind of think with a bag, I want to hold it and touch it. So like the code totally. has the, the back. And I feel like part of it's the experience too. I don't know. I really love the yeah. experience and um, like going in there and yeah, like touching them and like trying them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just feels, it's just nice, but yeah. It is. And like, it's so, it's like such a beautiful thing to be okay with like, like nice things. And then, you know, also then going recycling and like you know yes um buying something really cheap and sometimes that happens too i think that for me it's always like a balance um yes totally and, and when like you buy something like that's designer like you're not going to be throwing that in the waste bin like you know what i mean like that's no. something you're going to have forever and like pass down and that's my theory too like the reason i don't wear the shit out of my bag. The reason I have so many bags is because I'm the same and I would wear the shit out of it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I like, I need more so that I don't wear the shit out of any of them so that I only like, we, like use them like not that often because there's quantity or because there's yeah right. higher quantity of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I totally hear you. I think it's important to balance that. And I love reformation for that too. Cause reformation, you, you got it like double recycle cause everything reformation is yeah. already like sustainably made from recycled. Um, yeah. 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 Love their stuff. So good. Mm -hmm. Yay. Love mm -hmm. it. Okay. So what is your last meltdown and your last manifestation? I mean, I definitely had a big, big cry when I heard that my book tour would be canceled because of COVID. Oh yeah, that like, would be. Mm, I feel like, I feel like I was something that like the Carrie Bradshaw in me was waiting for so long of like, oh my God, I'm going to have a book tour and it's going to be so epic and I'm going to have women in a room and we're going to all read my book. We're going to hold it in the air and take photos and I'm going to sign it. And, you know, it's just something that had lived in me for a while. And like, I come from before I was a coach and an author in this space, I was a filmmaker and an artist. And so I've had like a gallery opening in New York City where my films have been showing at like a big biennial gallery and got to, you know, have people come up and hug me. And when my web show premiered, we had a party at the Jane Hotel in New York and like 500 people came, which I don't know how that happened. Um, it's probably wow. the most popular time I've ever had. I don't know if I'll ever hit that again. Wow. Um, but like that was so epic and like when my, the film I produced premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival like I just I got to be on stage and like, these moments of experiencing people experience my work have been super fun and so when I heard that was gonna be taken away from me I really felt a deep heartbreak I felt like are you kidding me like I don't get to have a book launch party in LA with all my friends like mm -hmm celebrating like this big thing that I've done and um yeah I definitely had like a big woe is me moment but then putting it all in perspective it's like well so many people have died and lost their jobs during this time like I'm safe and I'm well and it doesn't also mean that I'm not allowed to grieve the loss of that dream and it doesn't mean also that I can't also postpone that dream and have a book party next year yeah uh, or a different it'll party. be kind of like a reboot like you'll get like all the sales from like your online community and then you can do like a reboot party and just like spike the sales again yeah, something like that, I'm sure. So that was that that definitely like 
the the sadness at like having to cancel like all of my summer um teaching like I teach workshops and retreats and I love 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 coming together so having to cancel all of that it was just a lot like books yeah. were canceled summer retreats canceled you know um and then it just kind of opened up and I met someone <laughs> yeah so maybe that's the manifestation that was meant to happen you're meant to just yeah. slow down and and then being being uh you know Tulum with him for two weeks <laughs> oh so nice. is that where you met him or did you no no we, we we met um back in February at a wedding oh so nice so yeah. that was that's great it was time for it was the universe being like all right you're gonna stay home you're gonna get to know this guy a lot more than if you were traveling on your tour I know so. <laughs> yeah I would have been yeah I mean it would have been completely different this last month I would have been in mega work mode yeah. I would have been like teaching, traveling, New York, LA, San Francisco. I would, it just would have, I wouldn't have had the space mm -hmm. to get to know someone deeply. So mm -hmm. I trust that, you know, because it's definitely, and it's, we're just, it's just the beginning, you know, it's just the first month and a half of connecting. So, but it would, it wouldn't have existed in this moment in time had I been flitting around like completely in my work. So, mm -hmm. which I've been in for the last few years. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so beautiful. Well, I'm so happy for you and just so excited for you and your book and all the amazing things you're doing. Mm. Everyone, you must go follow Alexandra if you don't already. Tell us where we can find you online and where we can buy your book. So you can find me on Instagram at Alexandra Roxo. And, um, that's probably the easiest place. And I also, my website's alexandraroxo.com. I do work privately with clients one-on-one. Um, -on -one. And my, my monthly group coaching is Radical Awakenings. And so that's two group online gatherings a month. Um, and my book, you can find through my websites on Amazon. It's on IndieBound. It's on Barnes & Noble. And it's also on this, the publisher. It sounds true. So if you Google, fuck like a goddess on <laughs> Amazon. But you can find those on my website, too. And, yeah, please come do the month with us. And... Uh, see how you like it just being in that program and reach out if you have any questions amazing thank you so much alexandra and thanks everyone so much for listening we love you we mean it and we'll catch you next week thank you so much for listening remember karma's real so if you love this episode go leave a comment rate us five stars and subscribe and you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive also make sure to follow me on instagram at chakra girl co and shoot me a dm i'm here to chat also you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com that's where you're going to access the show notes and while you're on my website check out the newest online hotspot the chakra girl glam and grounded membership we would love to help you activate those chakras babe so step into that chic life and join us in the glam and grounded membership love you mean it see you next tuesday thanks for listening